And let's go live to South Bend right now. We're one of the my favorite show is College Game Day. I love it. I love it. And one of the great college analysts out there is David Pollock on the Comcast Business Hotline. David, good morning, buddy. Happy college football season, my friend. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It is upon us, and it's here. Now, I don't think you have much to complain about because NFL went so good, basketball went so good. So, I mean, it ain't like being in Atlanta, brother. We have a little bit more to be somber about. So, y'all, y'all, y'all have some, y'all have some titles to brag about. Oh, yeah. No, we're, <laughs> no, we got a swag, brother. We got, no, we're walking yes, around do. with a Philly swag. Dang right. You should, too, brother. Poke that chest out, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Do me a favor. Set the scene. I I love South Bend. I, I love it even more when the leaves start to fall. But it, it's such a it's such a great... It's Mecca, and you're there, and what's the scene like? What's the feeling for Michigan-Notre Dame tomorrow? Well, you know, it, it, is, it is funny because we... It's interesting. We go all these places all over the country, and Every place is always a little bit different. It's always intriguing to understand that. But when when I come here, it's you know it takes me back to Rudy. You know, like it takes me back and it just reminds me of the, the past time. And you think about the great names. You, you, you drive. We just did our. I just did my first hit this morning with Sports Center and get up, and it was right next to Touchdown Jesus. And just you know, it's just it's it's a little bit different. So something you grew up, you knew about. Everybody talked about it. Everybody heard about it. And, it's kind of a cool feeling to give you an issue. It's awesome here. It's way different, and I'm sure you're used to that, too. But Georgia right now, it's Africa. I mean, it's 100, 100 degrees every day, humidity. And now I get here, I'm like, is this winter? This is gorgeous. <laughs> it's cool. It's, it's 80. It's cool. I mean, so good football. And I think we'll have a heck of a game, too, which is better. Yeah, uh, I, I think so. And, look, the, the, the beauty of the show is – that you guys capture the culture of college football, which is so rich throughout the country. We celebrate football differently in parts of the of the country, and yep. there's no, it's no more apparent than in college. And that's why the college game day is so awesome. It's got an incredible cast and, and with you and all the guys and Herbie and Lee and and of course we have a we uh, one of our guys is Drew Gallagher, who yep. uh, we love. Uh, one of the producers, a Philly kid, who we're very proud of. Uh, what do you, is Michigan for real now if they have a quarterback? I think so. Now, now, here's the thing. I'm very curious. I'm cautiously optimistic. First of all, let me tell you what Shea Patterson is. The dude can swing it. He's got a really, he's got a good arm. He is quick as a cat now. He's got some great mobility, some great play, some great moxie, some good toughness, too. Now, Harbaugh's system is going to be more disciplined. And, and I, I don't know how, it's not as RPO-friendly as it was at Ole Miss. So, I wonder how he responds, but let's be honest. Offensive line is going to be good. Running backs are going to be solid. Defense is going to be the worst good. So I think he's going to have the best team he's had around him, and it's going to be exciting to watch. But I think Michigan's going to be great this year. Their schedule is brutal. I mean, at Notre Dame, they have five top 12 games on their schedule, top 14 games on their schedule. I mean, three of them are going to be away, including this one to start the season. So it's going to be tough to – to win every game and to be uh, a team in the end and in the college football playoff because of how brutal their schedule is. But I think I do think this is going to be the best form of Michigan we've seen within the Harbaugh era. 
And this is going to be this is going to be a real tough defensive game, right, David? I mean, you got two of the top defense. Michigan returns everybody almost from a great, great defense from a year ago. Notre Dame has a really good defense. You see it playing out like that. Is it going to be a defensive struggle, or do you think offenses are far ahead of defenses right now? No, I think it's I think it's defense. I, I, I'm I'm with you on that one. I think it's lower scoring. And remember, earlier in the year too, it takes more time for offenses to get on the same page. It takes more time for offense to to get in a rhythm because they all work together. Defense, it's what I always loved about camp. Defense is see ball, get ball. We don't right. care. We don't have we don't have to think as much. We don't have to be on the same page as much. We gotta fly around and make things happen. So that's why we always kick the crap out of our offenses in fall camp is because we kinda we're ready to roll and they gotta get their timing and their footwork and receivers and quarterbacks on the same page and offensive linemen get their timing down, understand where their quarterback likes to be and all that stuff. So I think it's defensive, but I I agree with you that Notre Dame's got a good defense or did well. Notre Dame has had a good system and played within the system well. Michigan has a good system and really good players. I mean, that's that's the difference. I mean, you're talking about Gary's one of the best defensive tackles, defensive ends in the country. Well, she's one of the best middle linebackers in the country. I think they have the best secondary in the country, Michigan. So if I'm looking at Notre Dame's offense a year ago, they were ground and pound, not going to work. When they had to throw the ball with Wimbush, Wimbush was completing 50-something percent of his pass. He better have gotten a lot better from last year, a lot better. If he's going to do something with this Michigan defense. Is Brian Kelly on the fence a little bit here? Are we getting towards that, that time there, David? I think two years ago was, was a big wake-up yeah. call when they, when they had a bad season. And last year was a big bounce back. Um, you know, I think that the longer you stay in a place, especially like Notre Dame, uh, the expectations will, will – and when, especially when you start as well as he did, I think the expectations will be high. I think he's a really good coach. So you can put him on that hot seat if you want to, but I think he's a really good coach. I think he's one of the best offensive minds in the game. And I think he's changed a little bit over the last couple of years too, and I think he's done a better job of managing his – remember that when he started, he had that tomato face all the time? And yes. Was, like killing people on the sidelines. I think he's doing a better job of that, of not doing that kind of stuff. So – I think he's evolved a little bit, but I don't think he's in trouble. I don't. I, don't, I think he'll make it through the season uh, just fine. I, you know, Harbaugh, I think, has some pressure on him now. And you think about, you realize Harbaugh hasn't finished, finished better than third in the SEC or in the Big Ten West yet. You realize yeah, that, right? Yeah, not, yeah, not but, yet. Yeah, but he, I'm I'm curious now that he finally has a quarterback to work with. So, okay, well, that's his fault. He didn't have a quarterback, isn't it? I mean, that's, yeah, yeah. that's, his, that's his job. I mean, his job should be to develop quarterbacks in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, and you're right. So, 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 so you are right. I mean, he's, he's, so he's got no excuses now is what you're saying. Yeah, I, I, I'm, a, I'm a horrible fan, so i got to be real with you. Yeah, no, and, and he's a good coach. I, yeah. I know he's a good coach. Yeah. But if you're going to be a coach that's making all that money and making all those headlines, that's a guy that – no, you, you're right. You can't, be, you, you can't be one in five versus Michigan State, Ohio State. No, no. Listen, that can't you're right, happen. and you're right in this in this realm too. I mean, I mean let's be real. Going into it, you know, it, it's probably going to be Auburn and Clemson again. I, I, you know, I mean, it's going to be Alabama and Clemson again. I mean, you know, yeah. you, you got somebody else has to get into the mix in the from, and it, and Michigan's got to start being real. Ohio State's lurking, but you know. Michigan's got to get in that conversation again. I mean, right now, yeah. it's Alabama, it's Clemson, and probably that's it. Yeah, I think you start to think about other names. Ohio State's always right in the mix. Um, 
I think Georgia's Georgia. team now with Kirby Smart that's going to always be in the mix. I think Washington with Chris Peterson is going to always be in the See, mix. I don't, I don't buy. I don't buy the Pac-12. I don't buy Washington. You buy them as a, uh, as a true, yeah, as a true national championship contender. Well, what you just said, man, basically is Alabama and Clemson are the true national championship contenders. So who else do we have? I know. Um, I, I, I put it to you like this. I think Washington can beat Auburn week one. Does that make him a true national championship contender? That would that, be a big win. Yeah, that'd be huge. That's a big statement win right out the gate. Mm-hmm. Auburn replacing yeah. four starters on the offensive line. And, you know, they're running backs. And I think everybody thinks it's going to be business as usual. But Auburn is really good up front. And I worry about that. Washington plays really good defense. They're really sound. And what did we learn about college football with Chris Peterson? One-off games in Boise State to start the season. All that time to prepare. He has a way of making it magical. And he has a way of really doing a great job. Now, listen, it's in Atlanta, so it's going to be 80-20 Auburn fans probably. So that helps. But I think Washington has a legit chance. But the Pac-12, I, I don't think they have a great chance to, to get a playoff team outside of Washington. I think Washington is their shot. And listen, week one... Washington needs this game. If Washington wants to get in the college football playoff, I think they can slip up in the Pac-12. I don't think they can lose this game and get in the playoffs. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. We're, talk- we're talking to David Pollock, amazing college football analyst, college game day, ESPN. Uh, Dave, uh, a lot of Penn State people are here. Give us your outlook on Penn State and, and you know what kind of noise you think they can make. I think they can make some really good noise. And Penn State, listen, the, the Big Ten is, is by far has the most title contenders and the most quality teams. And Penn State, obviously, getting some of those teams at home. And when you start talking, and people don't, like people, y'all realize this, obviously, because of where y'all are at. But people in the South don't realize the whiteout. Like, that is one of the coolest things I've ever seen in my life. I mean, it is awesome. It is so awesome. And to get to get an atmosphere, to get home games against some of your bit of rivals, some of the teams in the uh Big Ten, I think, are going to be the biggest competition because y'all don't get Michigan this year at home, but you do get Ohio State at home, right? You yep. do have um, you, you do have Trace McSorley back. Who Trace yep. McSorley hasn't hasn't gotten a ton of credit over the years. I think this is a year he'll get a ton of credit. Hey, listen, I, I've always just loved the way the kid competes, and some people some people will talk about the baseball swing home run, you know, a couple years ago, and they saw that and they hated it. I love the swagger. I love the confidence. I wonder what the offense looks like this year. Not only without Barkley, but without Moorhead. You know, yeah, I thought it was a great yeah. offense, and I thought he was. I think he's one of the best play calling OCs in the business. And if I have a concern about Penn State this year, that would be it. Is what does the play calling look like? Because I Moorhead took a balance between quarterback ones occasionally, Barkley getting the ball a lot. The backs on the backfield, taking big shots down the field, they really made you honor the whole field. And when I'm a DC, and I don't know what you're going to do from that standpoint, it you drive me crazy. You absolutely drive me crazy. And here's the thing: Penn State hasn't had a good line either. Their offensive line has been very questionable the last couple of years. I think they're going to continue to get better up there. They've recruited better, so I think Penn State as a whole, as a team, is more talented than it than it's been. But that's minus Barkley. I mean, if you have Barkley, yeah. obviously, you know, you got one of the biggest freak shows in the history of college football. Yeah, you got that right. Uh, last thing, Dave, just curious. Eagles-Falcons to open the NFL season. Uh, I know you're you're busy with college football, but any inkling on the Falcons? Uh, adding Calvin Ridley to that is pretty scary to that, group, that offensive group. 
that again about Cal- I didn't hear the Calvin Ridley part. Adding him to the Falcons in that, in that offense. Oh, that's huge. It's pretty scary. It's huge. Oh, it's huge because Julio obviously has um, been one of the best in the NFL over the last whatever years. But now you have another guy that can really – well, here's the thing. First of all, Calvin really has always been the focal point of defenses. Now he gets to be the other guy. And I think that makes it scary because Matt Ryan, you've seen him over the years. He's just been nasty. Um, he's been really, really good. I think he'll continue to be really good. I think you're looking at a, a, a game that's going to be fun. You see a lot of points. It's great to see Carson Wentz moving around like he is. Love seeing that. I, you know, I think I Philly fans. I had him on a fantasy team. I watched all last year. Alshon Jeffrey obviously banged up to start the season. But one thing I want to see with Wentz is when he's when he's in there is don't take the unnecessary shots. Yeah, you know, that's yeah. y'all saw that all. And I love his competitiveness. And you see him shake people off and make those huge plays and. But just like when he got hurt, the, the run to the end zone, like, okay, it's, it's second down. You know, I don't need you to dive in there and get smashed. You know, let, let's let a running back do that. Um, you know, last year that would have been the carrot blunt. Let him, let him stick that in there. And so I think I, I hope he protects himself a little bit better. But great to see him, you know, moving around better and doing all those drills and, and being healthier. David, someone said it's tough to tame the Red Stallion. <laughs> and, uh, and he's a stud, man. I mean, he. he and, and that's what you love about him. And then, I know. I love the kid. That's what all the players bought into about him. Yeah. I'm just telling you, y'all's coach, Doug, I, I just, I am a huge fan of that cat. I mean, y'all have seen it at nauseum, too, with the, the Philly special and stuff. But how about that? Just come to the sideline and do Philly special? Sure. Yeah. Sure. Let's do it. Like, right away. I mean, just love his demeanor. I love the way he talks to his yeah. players. I love the way he talks to the media. Just an absolute freaking stud. That's awesome, brother. It's great to hear that. Dave, we love you, man. Keep up the good work. We'll be watching tomorrow morning. All right, guys. How's it going? Thanks, Thanks buddy. Steve. David Pollack uh, on the Comcast Business Hotline.